And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by the Crypticore Petting Zoo, great for weddings, birthdays, and the end of the world. Previously on What Is Not. So we ended with the guards focusing their guns at Susan, and we decided that the door's name is Frank and that he has a surfer dude accent. The rocket hits the ceiling above Zeke. The cave that this tunnel is in caves in, and you are now trapped behind the rubble on the other side. It's Beth. We're pinned down. We need some help. I'll owe you. There are a bunch of dog-like creatures hissing and growling and making their way very slowly like they are stalking him. The van is not going anywhere. The van is now crashed into the side of these cargo containers. I want to just get on him and just bite him. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy that something bad's going to go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling. Trying to find answers. And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers. My mom used to tell me all these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Seeing maybe something happened down at Cryptocore. The expert. Susan Donaldson. The town vet. The freelancer. People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in. The deathless. Bruce the zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back. The initiate. Donovan Elaine, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. Currently, there is a chupacabra gnawing on Zeke. (laughs) And his friends are quickly coming around to surround him and take their bites out of him as well. (gasps) Zeke, what do you do? Zeke. Hmm. Should I maybe shift back to Zeke? (laughs) (laughs) Considering Zeke is much larger. Seems like a really good idea. (laughs) Might be a good idea. Yeah. So the red panda becomes Zeke again. All right. So in that transformation, it flings the chupacabra off you, and the rest of them take a step back, but they're not completely backing down. They're just kind of surprised by the transformation. Mm -hmm. So at this point, Zeke takes the opportunity while they are a little stunned and makes a run for it. Okay. Roll act under pressure. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright, I'm switching die. <laughs> Going to different ones here. Well, 
Okay, so that's a seven, and then uh, uh, plus oh, minus one, <laughs> minus one. So six. Well, six. <laughs> well, well, shit. <laughs> Zeke slowly limps away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you start to run basically through the chupacabra because that's the only way out. And I mean, that's what you were planning, right? To run? Yeah, you weren't running back into the cave. You were running forward past the chupacabra. That seems my only option, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you start running past them. One of them, seeing that that's what you're doing, pounces on your back. Hmm. Keep going, keep going. (laughs) And bites down, so you take one harm from it. Oh my goodness. So now you're at three. I'm imagining Zeke running out of the building with like Chupacabra hanging (laughs) off him in like all all places. (laughs) One on his head. (laughs) I'm honestly waiting for him to trip on his shoe tie or something. No, keep going, Zeke. Just keep going. And since Zeke has just transformed back from the panda into this much larger creature, has he gone back into just wearing boxers again? Uh, yes. It's true. Sans armor, too. On Sans armor. So we just have this big, hairy dude in, I'm thinking, teal and yellow plaid boxers was the choice for today. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, with the chupacabra on his back. Okay. All right. And then the others are getting ready to pounce as well. When all of a sudden, there is a shot that rings out, and it lands basically square in the chupacabra's shoulder, which is holding you down. Mm -hmm. And you see that the security guard that you guys had to get past to get into the the room where the wolf cow was has an automatic rifle trained on you and the chupacabra, and he's just taken out one of the chupacabra. It's not dead, but it's sitting there kind of shocked by the fact that it just got shot. The other chupacabra kind of take a step back and try and assess the situation. And the guy, he's a heavier set guy. He's got glasses. He's got a little bit of a darker complexion. And he says, are you one of Beth's friends? Oh, Oh, yay. Yay. Thank God. And I say, no, I don't know Beth. Who's Beth? (laughs) (laughs) JK. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Beth is an amazing friend. She's fantastic. So glad you've arrived. Yeah, he goes, great, great. Move your ass. (laughs) He goes and shoots another chupacabra. And so do I start dancing and twerking? Is that? No, get your ass out of that room. <laughs> Damn it, Zeke. Are you going to run towards the guy with the gun? I guess I trust him enough since he is a friend of Beth's. And any friend of Beth's is a friend of Zeke's. So, yes, I run towards the guard. All right, roll act under pressure. Act under pressure. Oh, God. One of my signature moves. <laughs> Oops. All right. Oh, that would be eight. Minus one. So that would be seven. Yay. You successfully make it down the hallway. You are not in good shape. And you are wounded enough that you are not going to be able to make it out without a little bit of help or urgent care or like you need to do something to get yourself into operating order. But he can limp you out of the hallway at this point. All right. Make it to him. But you're going to be slowed down and you still have these chupacabra to deal with. Now, I do have my unquenchable vitality, as we're all very familiar. 
<laughs> Might I roll that to heal myself a bit more to make that ass move a little faster? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now you are at three. So if you flub this, you're going to be up to four. And I think your total is seven. Is this a wise move? I don't know that you have too many choices. So yeah. All right. Let's let's go. Um. <laughs> six. Oh, I roll plus cool. Oh, that's negative. So that's five. You're gonna stop for a second, and I'm gonna come to you. Just hold on, right a second. Oh, okay. Oh, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things in the whole world is being able to hear people's reactions to their dice rolling. It's just like... Ah. All right. New dice. Am I redoing it with these? I'm redoing it with these. Apparently the dice Joe bought me are just cursed. New dice. Give you cursed dice? Rude. They're beautiful magenta. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> All right, so for the listeners at home, I have just taken two of my dice, which you're not supposed to do, but we're going to try it anyway. I've taken two of my dice, which have been very good for me in Conscious Optimism, and I have given them to my husband. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, when your Conscious Optimism rolls go down the toilet, we'll know why. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, for. Uh, snake eyes. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! It's not the dice. It's me. Uh, Stop it. I'm sorry. They're attuned to groups rules, and you're supposed to roll low. Oh. I'm dying. Yeah, it's, ones are good in groups. Well, I got two of them. <laughs> Minus one for cool. Uh, oh my gosh. Maybe you should uh, stop rolling because I think he's going to die before he leaves. <laughs> Alright, so after this session, Matt and I are gonna sit down and rethink this whole Zeke character. <laughs> if he gets out of this hallway alive. Alright, you've got four harm. And you are lipping down a hallway that this dude is trying to get you out of, and you were just not helping the situation. <laughs> is there a, like, a clinic or somewhere in this warren of rooms that Zeke can perhaps give bandage himself up? Or? If we can get you out of there, we can get you to Bruce, who can heal you. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Can I summon my security guard friend that I've had such a good relationship with to help? carry me out okay so in the last episode you woke him up at two in the morning to send release orders to this base <laughs> there's only so much you can get out of this poor guy can't, can't, can't the guy who's helping already just like throw zeke on like a push cart and just push his ass out of there yeah there's gotta be this is what it looks like so this guy has grabbed a first aid kit from the security room is backing Zeke out of the hallway and he hits an emergency button on the wall that seals up this hallway. Oh, thank God. So at least no more chupacabras. So no more chupacabras, but he's still got to get you into the elevator upstairs and pass any other additional guards before you pass out. Okay. All right. Because you are now at four, which means that you are unstable. Mm. 
So as time passes, you will just start taking more harm. Okay. All right. Don't use my dice anymore. They're not going to help you. They're not. <laughs> Go back to your not dice. at all. <laughs> pretty though. They are. They're malachite. Yeah. <laughs> Can Donovan take a turn? Yes, please. Please. Okay. Donovan is going to get out of the van, inspect the damage. I see we've got a flat tire and the windshield is smashed, right? Mm-hmm. And bullet holes. Uh, so Donovan is going to use a magic spell to mend the van. I want to fix the flat tire and the windshield and the bullet holes and make the van whole again with my magic. And while you do that, Vic, Elvis, and the cryptids all jump out and they're going to cover you. That sounds great. Good job, guys. <laughs> all right. Three weird. This is the one thing I'm good at. Let's do it. So a total of seven, but hold on. I think I'm going to use a luck. Seven is not good, right? Seven is like mixed success or something? Yeah, it's a mixed success, but an eight and a nine are also mixed successes. So a luck would make it a 12, if that's what you want to do. Yeah, this is time to pull out all the stops, I think. I'm going to use a luck. Make it a 12. Okay, now just before you commit to that, remember that the luck move for initiate is when you spend a luck, something goes wrong for your sect, an ill-advised project or disastrous operation. It might be your fault. It could be due to the sect's bad traditions. Oh, God. But if you do this, something's going to happen with your sect. You know what? I emailed the sect a while ago saying, it's all going down here. We need help. And they were like, oh, out of office. So, <laughs> <laughs> them. To heck with them. I got to do this myself. All right. So you are spending a luck. It's automatic 12, and in a Beauty and the Beast-like transformation sequence, the van lifts up into the air and starts spinning around, and it's like <laughs> getting all put back together. The bullet holes are closing up. The paint is washing off. It's like sparkly new, stark white, unaltered, unmessed up in any way, shape, or form van. It is a beautifully almost off-the-lot white. Is everyone inside vomiting now? <laughs> <laughs> no, they they all jumped out. <laughs> they got outside to cover me. No all emojis right. in there. Emojis a little dizzy. That's all. <laughs> As the van settles to the ground, fully fixed, Donovan turns to Vic and says, okay, Vic, get the cryptids, get emoji, get everyone in the van. Vic, you got to drive. You got to get out of here. We We cannot let these guys get captured again. We got to take care of Emoji, obviously. We all love Emoji. <laughs> I'm going to stay here and help my friends, but you've got to get these guys to safety. And Vic looks at you and says, I don't know that that's your choice. And when you turn, you see the cryptids have gone into action. Okay. Ralph leaps over the containers, takes out two of the guards, and then like throws a second one up against another set of cargo containers. Meryl kind of swoops down and grabs one that's holding a chain of the wolf cow and lifts it up into the air and flies it off a ways and drops it. Elvis is kicking ass and taking names, firing at people, just kind of doing a very good soldier job of taking out some people. Vic winks at you and they join the fray and take out a couple soldiers. 
bat kid kind of jumps up and makes this like screeching sound and a group of soldiers cover their ears like it's causing them physical pain some sort of sonic attack and so the tide has just turned slightly and out of nowhere you hear a police siren and you see that there is a patrol car driven by Lou coming careening through the base and it goes and takes out a couple of the soldiers that are looking at this poor guy who is still trapped in the car <laughs> in this whirlwind of ice and wind. I'm going to text Susan. Van is fixed. <laughs> you might have a chance. Go now. Go, go, go. <laughs> Susan runs toward the wolf cow who has been released from Meryl's, you know, rescue and puts her arms around its neck and whispers into its ear. And she says, run, please run. And she kind of like tries to push the wolf cow toward like the one direction where she can see that there's nobody. You see the wolf cow runs off into the middle of the desert. And you can't see where it goes, but all of a sudden you see kind of like this, almost like a shooting star come out of the horizon. And you see a darker one also come off from a distance elsewhere and they join and they kind of spin around and then they vanish. Oh, thank God. Woo <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> okay, we're all in jeopardy, but the wolf cow is safe. <laughs> Mission accomplished. We just have, you know, soldiers shooting at us. We have an Elsa tornado and a talking door. And I think I'm still in the tunnel. The mission was to save the, the moo cows and reunite them. And we did that. The moo cows? Whatever they are. They're safe now. The utterless moo cows. <laughs> Success! Oh, I give I give Bruce a high five. Well, wait, 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 wait. No, because Bruce just bit into somebody using his mimic. Oh, oh, wait. wait. Oh, boy. Me, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is what Bruce gets. Bruce is going to get a plus one to tough. Okay. That puts me up to plus four. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And the guy you bit into is kind of a douche so oh boy. unless you have another type of characteristic you would like to take on you are um kind of feeling cocky and powerful for no good reason i can work <laughs> with that okay so post bite bruce stops looks around and goes and he finds his napoleon hat puts that back on puts a hand back in his jacket napoleon style Kind of looks around and just kind of gives this like other gesture with his hand, like, you're very welcome that I just saved everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Any other immediate moves? I'm still in the tunnel. You are. And is Zeke still limping through the hallways? Has he gotten to the elevator yet? I would say you're probably going up the elevator right now. It's very awkward as you're leaning on this guy you don't know who's trying to get you out of there. And it's that, like, Muzak in the background as you're just kind of going up in an elevator with somebody you don't know. Can I see Donovan from where I am? I don't know. Donovan, have you come out from behind the... As I saw, Vic and the other cryptids were joining the fight. And after I sent the text to Susan, I would have come out from behind the big things that I'm hiding behind. 
and I'd be trying to get Susan's attention, trying to get everyone to head my way. I grab Bruce, and I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get very far because there's this dude in charge, but I'm basically one hand toward Donovan and one arm on Bruce, and we're like trying to go that way, but I'm thinking, shit, Beth is in the cave. Well, and you were good to say you didn't know how far you get because just as you're ready to take a step forward, you feel a gun up against the back of your back. Rude. And an arm comes around your shoulder and neck and it's the guy in charge. And he's like, I don't want to have to tell you again. Put your weapons down. I let go of Bruce's arm. He was a very effective weapon. Is this my time to shine? This is your time to shine, Beth. (laughs) Oh my god, am I going to roll some kicks some ass? Uh, I think that's perfectly valid. Okay, pray for me. I'm going to roll. What do I get with kick some ass? It's plus what? Plus tough. Uh, tough. Tough. Okay, I have a plus one. Okay, here we go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I got a four. So <laughs> one is five. I guess I'm not kicking enough ass, apparently. What were you going to do? Well, I need to get out of the tunnel, that's for one, through the mouth, and I was going to try to save you. Thank you. (laughs) It's okay that it didn't work. (laughs) I mean, you could always use a lock if it's important. I don't know. Well, okay, let's think about this strategically. So Beth is coming up towards the back of Frank, (laughs) and Frank's like... I don't know. I think he's still singing to whatever song's playing. Yeah. I guess the, the music just stops. So he's like, oh. But you can kind of still see through his mouth. And Donovan, roll plus sharp. Okay. Um, this is not for experience. If you flub it, it doesn't get you anything. So my sharp is zero. Uh, six. Okay. You don't see Beth trying to make the move. So, Beth, it's up to you as to whether or not. I was going to try and get him to do a help because he's got a plus two. It would have at least gotten you up to a seven, but he doesn't see you. So, what about Bruce? Can Bruce help? Bruce is kind of a douche, even though he's a bit douchey. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Bruce was stuck with, like, he was right next to you when the guy in charge. Yeah, I think if he tries to make a move, I think that's not going to end well for Susan. Where's my I know a guy? Like, it can't be just the one dude. It literally says a guy. (laughs) It says you have a bunch of old friends. I guess it's just the one dude. Fine. Crap. (laughs) I used him to save Zeke. I don't know that I can pull out another one out of the hat. Well, this is an awfully long elevator ride. At some point, he's got to get out of it. (laughs) Can I try to talk to this guy in charge? Well, let's resolve this botched kick some ass. I'm going to say that you try and aim for the guy, like kind of stealthily move behind. Mm -hmm. But what keeps you from succeeding is the fact that Frank kind of moves his mouth in the wrong way. Yeah. And so you take one harm from a little bit of a spark that comes off of the, the bullet hitting Frank. I take a whole harm from the ricochet? A ricocheting bullet is no easy matter here. Fine. Is she inside or outside of Frank's mouth at this point? I'm still inside. Stuck by the uvula. Yeah. All right. Everybody's kind of stopped. I'm going to say the dude and Zeke are now in the hangar, but that is around the corner from where all this action is going on. So it's up to you as to what you want to do. Up to Zeke? You're the only person right now who's not 
in eyesight of this guy, this soldier that's got Susan. I think I need to try and help her. What does that look like? You can't see them yet. Oh, okay, yeah. So I think Zeke needs to stealthfully maneuver his way so that he can assess all of the commotion going on outside uh, of this area. Have you received your first aid yet? I'm going to say that the guy asks where you want to go. You tell him you want to see if you can see around the corner. And so he's got you on the floor at the side of the base so you can look around and see what's going on. But he is fixing your wounds while you're looking so you're stabilized. You're not going to lose any more health just from existing. And what does he see? Like, what's happening with the cryptids when... Should I read a bad situation? Should I just try and kick some ass? Well, I'll tell you what you can see first, and then you can decide what to do. So when you look around the corner, what you see is between you and this guy who has Susan under guard is in this order closest to you. Mm -hmm. There's the van behind the cargo containers. Mm-hmm. There's this, like little mountain of cargo containers that the van is behind. Just to the left of the cargo containers is Donovan. Mm-hmm. On top of the cargo containers is Vic. And they have their hands up with their gun up. You cannot see Ralph or Elvis because they're on the other side of the cargo containers. But anybody who's on that side of the cargo containers can see that Ralph just has a guy pinned with one hand against the cargo container, and he's just standing there with him. But Elvis has his hands up with, you know, a gun in his hand. Mm-hmm. Nobody can really see where Merrill or Bat Kid are. There is, in the distance behind all this mess, this whirling tornado of stuff, <laughs> which I don't think you ever even saw happen. No. And then there's another bank of, like, artillery and sandbags and stuff directly behind where Susan... Bruce and the soldier are, and then you have Beth peeking out from behind Frank. All right. This is a fairly um, straightforward situation, it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and there's various soldiers here and there. I would say each person now probably has about at least one, if not two, guns trained on them. <sighs> I'm thinking since Donovan is closest to me, maybe Zeke should try and team up with Donovan and hatch a plan or is donovan also under fire yeah donovan's got a gun pointed at him donovan has a gun okay i'm sorry i stepped away i'm what we get it todd that's a lot to keep track of hello i'm joe hogan the editor of as the dice roll i hope you're enjoying this episode of what is not I'm once again recording this intermission from school as I await an evening event that I will be attending. So hopefully the quality won't be too bad, but we have nine school days left. So we are in the final stretch and that will allow for a lot more editing to get done a lot earlier in the week. So hopefully we will be releasing these episodes a little earlier on Fridays starting in June. Just a heads up though, I will be out of the country for a few weeks in June, and I'm going to do my best to have stuff ready to release while I'm gone. But unlike last summer, where I had access to the internet for most of the trip, I will be on a cruise ship with questionable internet. You should get plenty of warning if we're going to miss any episodes, but hopefully we'll keep everything going at our current schedule for the entire summer. If you want to know when schedule changes occur, or if there's any other changes or events going on, you can follow us on our various social media accounts. Our Twitter is at AsTheDiceRollRP. Our Instagram is at AsTheDiceRoll. 
or you can send us an email at podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. And if you'd like to chat with us in real time, head on over to geek2geekmedia.com and go to the Contact Us tab, or you can connect with us via our Slack channel or Discord servers. And of course, if you want to listen to the cast do something other than continually roll fives, you can listen to Todd on his podcasts Nurberg Review and Farming Simulated. You can catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, and Disney Forever. And of course, you can always listen to me on my podcast, Geektitude. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here on Friday, May 27th with the next episode of Cautious Optimism, and then again on Friday, June 3rd with the next episode of What Is Not. Until then, let's see what Zeke decides to do right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu. I'm sorry I stepped away. I'm what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so everybody's dead. No. Um, no. <laughs> no, so were you here when Beth tried to make her kick her ass move? Yes, and then I failed to notice it to help. Okay, so now Zeke is able to see the situation. He's trying to figure out what to do, and he was trying to see if you were in a position to help him do something, but you're under guard as well. Oh. Everybody's got guns trained on them but i and the other cryptids we're in the fray though right we're not like pinned down we're fighting back well the action has stopped because the head guy has a gun on susan hmm. all right well since this head gentleman is human i think that zeke must exert mental dominion over him <laughs> to release Susan and stand down. Well, I mean, you might as well give it a try. I mean, what else can we do? I am moving back away from the Malachite dice. Go back to my trusty dice. So I am going to exert mental dominion. Um. A six plus charm. That's a be um, negative one. <laughs> so five. Um, all right, we've got to do something about this because it's not fair if you have a power that you can basically never use. Never use. Now, of course, I've got all these experience points we've never done anything with. That's true. Like you have so much experience, and I have never used luck. You've used it once to disastrous results. <laughs> I do see that, yes. Wait, what happens when he uses luck? Is it something he gets lusty? Yeah, it triggers his lust. Ah. That could be very distracting right now. <laughs> well, but maybe. Who knows? Who knows where the interests of this commander lie? That could be to our advantage. <laughs> oh, man.
I could hardly make things worse. That's true. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Uh, so I think I have to. I, th I mean, we are just at wit's end here, right? I don't know. <laughs> what else are we going to do? I'm at my wit's end. <laughs> I'm still stuck in a tunnel, so I can't be help anyone. I think luck it is. So I'm going to, well, mark a luck to change roll to 12 or to avoid all harm. I think here it would be better to change the roll to 12, no? Yes. I may spend my hold to give them an order. So I give them an order. And they must follow my order, whatever it is. He's bleeding. He's in his boxers. Okay. Yes. <laughs> He's still in his boxers. Yeah, I'm still in the boxers. Yellow, yellow and teal black. In order for you to do this, you're supposed to gaze into the human's eyes. Mm -hmm. So we're going to say that you come limping out from around the corner. Mm -hmm. And the soldier that's got Susan makes eye contact with you. And that's all it takes, from my experience. Yes. <laughs> so what do you tell him to do? I tell him to stand down, to lower his weapon, to release Susan, and to come to Daddy. <laughs> I think you had it until right at the very end there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, we could use them on our side, though. Sure. Nick uh, has got some things he needs to work out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he kind of goes slack, and he lets Susan go. Susan, what do you do? I grab Bruce, and I wave to Beth, and I start heading toward Donovan. I mean, this guy's in charge, right? Yeah, and so he gives the command to stand down, and everybody kind of looks at him like, what? So if you move relatively slowly, it should be okay. Beth, what are you doing? Well, I need to get out of this damn tunnel and through this mouth thing, so what should I do? <laughs> I shout, Frank! Yeah? <laughs> Open up! Uh... All right. <laughs> so I guess a run and dive out, is that fine? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'm out of the tunnel now. All right, so are you moving <laughs> towards the van? Yes. All right, people are watching. you still got, like, a gun or two pointed at you, but they're just kind of watching you do your thing. I shout to Ralph. I said, Ralph, come on. I don't know where Meryl and Batkid are, but I'm trying to find them. He throws the soldier that he's had pinned up against the cargo containers. He takes that soldier and kind of just tosses him to the side, and he lands with a oof. And he starts walking around. Everybody's kind of backing around towards the van. You see Meryl kind of flies out from somewhere and lands on the roof of the van. Bat Kid scurries out from some little hidey hole that he found. And everybody's kind of slowly moving towards the van. And the soldier guy is starting to walk towards Zeke. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I'm going to open the rear of the van and start motioning for my crew to, you know, everyone get aboard. Vic hops into the driver's seat. Elvis jumps into the passenger seat. He knows he's going to have to deal with Bruce, but he doesn't care at this point. <laughs> and the rest of you are slowly making your way into the back of the van. Question. Yes. Any chance when Bruce bit that soldier that he gained the ability to know how to fly a helicopter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he totally did. <laughs> Excellent. Totally, totally. Bruce different. is not going to the van. Excellent. Bruce sees Elvis in the driver's seat, and he is in this full-on Napoleon attitude mode, 
And so he kind of just struts with his hands behind him as if he's in charge of the entire battlefield and he's going to go straight to the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Can, can he bring Seek with it? <laughs> 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 Where's the helicopter in relation to Zeke and Bruce? Yeah, Zeke is now making his move on the commander. Well, he has not reached the commander yet, so Bruce still has time to save the situation and save Zeke from himself. Okay. The helicopter is back the way that Zeke and this other guy came. Okay, so then Bruce is going to, on the way to the helicopter, he's going to stop and see the situation, and he's going to be mildly annoyed because he's a douche. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And he's going to mysteriously somehow have a, like, a Kleenex napkin or, uh, you know, and he's going to whip it out, and he's going to, like, kind of, like, you know, very gently go near Zeke's wound because he doesn't want to touch it because he's a douche. (laughs) He'll heal the wound. And then he'll kind of look at him and give him this, like, Emperor Napoleon look. (laughs) Maybe he'll smack him across the face like, you come with me. (laughs) And then he'll proceed to do his general walk with his hands behind his back to the helicopter. I'm assuming best friend will follow because. (laughs) Yeah, best friend's getting out of there because. Oh, yeah. What's he been doing this whole time? Probably wondering what the hell's going on. (laughs) He's been stabilizing your wounds. Yeah. Whilst I'm exerting mental dominion and lusting after the commander, he is still there stabilizing my wounds? No, that's what he was doing before you did your move, and now he's just kind of standing there going, what the hell's going on? Slack-jawed. (laughs) Okay. This has truly gone off the rails. (laughs) (laughs) So gone off the rails. So does this work? Bruce's attempts to snap Zeke out of his lustful state, or does Zeke have to roll, or does that work? I think Bruce has to roll and manipulate someone. Okay. I feel like if I'm slapping him, it must be kicking some ass out of him, which (laughs) I now have a plus four at. (laughs) All right, what am I rolling on? Plus charm. You could be protecting someone. Is he protecting Zeke from himself? Charm. That is a six. Fuck. <laughs> we are not having a good day. Yeah, there's a lot of poor rules today. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have any plus charm? I have a negative one to charm. That's why it's down to a six. Uh, okay. <laughs> but if you did it plus tough... Oh, I would have smacked the shit out of him. That would be a ten. You do enough to just kind of break him out of the lust, but you're not manipulating him to do anything. Napoleon slapped for the win. <laughs> And I don't use my palm. I use the back of my hand. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. Snap out of it. (laughs) Does this break the connection? It breaks Zeke out of his lustful tendencies. Yes. So then Zeke now sees this commander kind of walking to him because he's obviously piqued his interest. Mm -hmm. But Zeke is no longer interested. And so... I think it makes the most sense to fluster the gentleman by turning back into a red panda and <laughs> rushing off to the helicopter. Oh, fuck that. If you're going red panda, I'm going Napoleon and riding you. <laughs> <laughs> that might trigger the lust all over again. <laughs> well, you do realize a red panda is about the size of a small dog. Like, it's not really rideable. <laughs> oh, right. that's, that might no, no. Work. No, no, I'm, I'm envisioning this working. It's, his, legs, his legs are tucked up. <laughs> He's Napoleon. He's small. 
t-shirt. It's like a jockey. It's fine. <laughs> so if I am understanding correctly, we have Bruce, Zeke, and the security guard. I, I, I would like to be referred to as Napoleon Bruce. We have Napoleon Bruce, Zeke, and this guard making their way. I don't even think they're running. I think they're sauntering yeah. towards the helicopter. Everybody else is in the van, and Lou is pulling the cop cart around and, I guess, escorting them back out? Does anybody else need to do anything before you depart? I give Emoji a massive hug back in the van. Always the dog. Always the dog. (laughs) You know what? Can I hope that the way that uh, Napoleon Bruce... Zeke and the guard are like leaving, you know, like in Robin Hood Men in Tights when the sheriff of Nottingham is like, follow me. And then he does it. And then like they imitate him as they walk away. <laughs> can, it, can it be like that, please? It can't be in Beth's imagination. Okay. But I don't know that the red panda is able to follow in the same way. And I don't know that the guard has any idea what's going on and would be in character to do so. <laughs> <laughs> But I do think Beth gets a little chuckle from the idea of it happening. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, so Vic is following Lou and we're speeding out because we can see that Bruce will be safe once he gets into the uh, helicopter. Yeah, you're flying it out of here, right, Bruce? Oh, yes. Oh, Napoleon Bruce. Napoleon Bruce is flying out. Okay, so we are going to close the scene as a helicopter flies off into the distance, followed by a cop car and a beautifully pristine white van. Next time on What Is Not. She steps outside as this helicopter being flown by a zombie lands in her front yard. Maybe our next priority should be finding that cheerleader. It sounds like you just released a Cadejo from Cryptocore. They're devil's dogs. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at Geek2GeekMedia.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at AsTheDiceRollCast.com.